media. As consumers, we are bombarded by it at every turn, like the Incredible Hulk being bombarded by gamma rays. But what makes some media endure, while others are banished to the forgotten black hole of obscurity, never to be heard from again? Who or what decides this? Hetero life mate Steve and Yehel want to know, and they want to know now. This is Obscurity Now. now, now, now. And what's up, Obscurians? Mass is in session. Welcome, welcome, everyone. <laughs> give your offerings to your hell. Give them to me. And uh, I don't know, just uh, mail them to us uh, somehow. This is Obscurity Now, or the Church of Obscurity Now, where we take a look mm. at uh, weird and almost forgotten uh, pieces of media. And then we decide if they should be sent upwards to the heavens <laughs> or tossed downward to hell. Uh, my name is Steve. I'm uh, one of the parishioners, <laughs> and uh, with oh my me God. is my choir, choir boy, Yehel Velasquez. How's it going? <laughs> uh, well, if I'm your choir boy, I mean, I do have some concerns. <laughs> <laughs> Just before uh, we, uh, you know, got on here to do the sound check, you were like, "Oh no, no, I'm going to be late. I, I got to shave. I got to look good for my choir boy." Apparently, <laughs> I didn't. Uh, add, you added that choir boy part. Well, no, you've added the choir boy part. <laughs> you just now added it. Oh, you mean to the, to you shaving? Yes, 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 you did. Yes, you. But did. I, I because now I know the reason why you uh, shaved. I thought that, that was right. Very of unusual. course, I mean, I have to look, uh, you know, baby smooth like you choir boys do. All right, this is getting weird. Yes. Okay, uh, <laughs> so uh, are you ready to get saved, you hell, or are you already saved? <laughs> I hate to. Nobody's safe. <laughs> yeah, right. And no. You got that and right. today, no one is safe from the creativity of one uh, Willie Ames. Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean, he was all over. He was Bible all over Man. this one. He's he did everything, at least with this episode, other than actually create uh, Bible Man. I mean, he was uh, he was all over this. Yeah, yeah. I, I hear that Willie wrote the Bible. Uh, <laughs> he helped build the ark. Like he did everything. Smited yeah, did the everything. sodomites. Everything. Exactly, exactly. I, I, he's got a love for purple and gold and uh, <laughs> oh yeah, that's... and saving your soul. Right, right. So uh, if you're just uh, joining us uh, today, we are taking a look at the, uh, I don't know, uh, Christian phenom known as a Bible man um, who is basically a uh, Christian superhero or I guess uh, wiki, the wiki said that he is a evangelical uh, superhero. And um, before we get too deep, and like, I know, I mean, I don't have a history of Bible Man. Do you? Oh, I remember Bible Man when it came out. You do? I mean, I, I didn't watch it because, I mean, it, it, it was, I was, you know, e e I was too old for it. Right. I was like mm -hmm. 16 or something uh, when it came out. Uh, the, you know, the episode we watched, I know the copyright said 1998, but I'm pretty sure this came out before then, like 95, 96, something like that. Well, the original uh, Bible Man uh, episodes, uh, I mean, which we're going to talk about, which um, they mentioned in the wiki, uh, they came, like the first two, three episodes, they came out a couple of years before the one we're going to watch. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. uh, I, I think that like, they were like direct to video. Yep. You know, and your church would mm -hmm. buy them and then upsell them to you, I'm sure, so that they could pocket some money. Because, Steve, to quote Judge Carlin, what does God need? 
he needs a new airplane or something he needs like that. money he oh, always right. needs money it's true it's true <laughs> well i was gonna ask you though okay so i know that i mean you were definitely forced to go to church when you were a little boy right yes. as was i yes. and now i'm just curious like did they ever show you any kind of like uh you know hip you know, geared toward youngster uh, kind of uh, TV show or media uh, along the lines of a Bible man when you were... You know, I didn't get as much of it as probably, uh, you know, like most kids going to church, being Mm -hmm. especially being forced to go to a Pentecostal church at that age. But I went to a Spanish uh, Pentecostal church. So there just weren't like that many like materials geared towards like young teens and like Spanish language. (laughs) Hey there, fellow kids. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that, yeah hey there fellow muchachos you know yeah. i i never knew uh, you were uh raised pentecostal because uh sandy was as well man you guys had so much you could have talked about back when we <laughs> well we we could have maybe we'll speak to each other in tongues in front of you one day and uh, <laughs> you'll have no idea what we're saying and here's a little secret steve neither will we well you'll be it's speaking up you'll be speaking spanish and she'll be speaking tagalog so i'll have no idea what you're saying maybe a little oh, no, bit no. i i i meant the holy ghost will inhabit our bodies and take over steve <laughs> i know I the do. very real holy ghost right right will penetrate us uh, <laughs> ouch that's uh but uh yeah uh i do remember seeing bible man mm-hmm. i i i don't know what i saw him in i mean we would sometimes like get these like magazines uh, that were like in the like, you know, the youth class or whatever, because um, we were like situated in an American church. I think that's what it was. So they would have stuff laying around. So mm. I, I knew of Bible Man. I thought it looked pretty terrible and cheesy. I suspect if I would have been eight or I'm assuming this is like geared towards like seven to ten year olds. Right. I think I would have felt it was awful then, too, though. <laughs> I mean, it's so lame. Right, right. I hear you. Uh, do you. Do you think you would have liked this as a seven-year-old kid? Oh man, it's hard to it's hard to say. Like, I mean, at least there was a little bit of action in this episode, and I will say, I mean, before we get too deep, that I mean, the set design is better uh, than expected. Um, at least coming. From, I, I agree. From my end, but would you say it's good? Uh, I mean, like to me, it's on par. With uh, tattooed teenage alien fighters from Beverly Hills, and that's not saying. I was much. actually going to ask you if you think this is on par with uh, Power Rangers. Yeah, I would say up there. It's it's all that. Sort no, of, maybe not up there with power, tattooed teenage alien fighters from Beverly Hills. I'll I'll stick with that. I, I, I say it's not even like up up to those standards because really the only sets we have here is um, their lair, mm-hmm, which the, I think is just the church. Right. Set. It's like. Yeah, yeah, that they decorated, and then the church, and then the basement. Right? Yeah, I mean that—that's it. Yeah. So it's not like there's a. You, you talk about set design. I mean, they did a decent job. Obviously, this isn't high budget, right. and they did a decent job of like redressing the church set with like these weird, excuse me, very '90s looking ideas of what the few of what a futuristic computer kind of is. Yeah. Oh. But, uh, how'd you like when they had that uh, sort of? I don't know if it was like a hidden commercial for some sort of Bible CD-ROM or something. Oh, yeah. That, that was so weird. I, I guess it, it must be like an interactive multimedia game or right, something. Right, right. One of those. Um, but uh, no, I think the I mean, the obvious inspiration of a lot of their set design and Bible Man in general is um, obviously Adam West Batman. Um, although, and, see that. you don't think so? 
No, I said I could see that. Oh, yeah. And um, uh, it's weird, though. How would you <laughs> – what do you think about the little um, breaking the fourth wall style, like dead, almost Deadpool-style comedy they tried to weave into their, like, intense superheroic, well, um, you know, plot that they had going on? I think the problem is that they didn't weave it into it. They it was, it was just so, so like blatant and jarring when they did it, <laughs> and they did it way too many times, as we'll see. Yeah, there, there's a character named Ludacris. Oh god! Uh, unfortunately, what a waste not of a the paycheck. rapper. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think anyone's ever <laughs> said unfortunately not the rapper about Ludacris until today. Uh, well, Steve, uh, you show up to a uh, con based around Fast and Furious, and Ludacris isn't there, and you'll be disappointed mm. that. Uh, He's not there. Those well, those people will be. I don't yeah, uh, think I'll ever be going to a Fast and Furious con ever. But I get what you're it's saying. So weird. It's so weird because this the character he's called Ludicrous, mm-hmm. but he's like the straight man of the two villains. So he's actually like not Ludicrous at all. No, and he really has no reason to be there. He really adds nothing to the plot. If anything, I just felt like maybe they thought that Shadow of a Doubt was. I don't know, too scary or something. It needed to be taken down a peg or something. I I, I, I was kind of thinking something along the same lines. Mm-hmm. Not so much maybe that shadow is scary uh, because they kind of make him really silly. And oh, and incredibly they flamboyant. make it very clear. Yeah. Uh, I think it's more like, you know, they don't want some little kids to watch the fighting or whatever and get scared of that. So, right. like, Ludacris is constantly coming up and telling you basically, hey, this is a TV show, wink, wink. Right. If there's anything that could be taken seriously, it's undercut by Ludacris. Uh, Willie Ames wants to make sure that you don't take his work seriously. (laughs) Right. At least that's what I thought until I read his IMDb bio that was definitely written by him, which I'll get into shortly. Ooh, I can't wait. And uh, speaking of which, why don't we just go ahead and dive? Oh, wait, before we get in there, I would like to say... The only piece of sort of like religious uh, media that I remember being exposed to back when I was in Bible school, and let me know if you've seen this one, it's, uh, I had to look it up because I couldn't remember the name, but uh, it's basically about, it's like three friends who are from the present day who for whatever reason are sent back in time to biblical times to, uh, uh, I don't know, experience the Bible as it happens. And uh, does it ring a bell at all? Or it, it doesn't ring a bell. But Steve, I don't think you might not know this about me, but I was a part of some Christian media that was created <laughs> uh, when I was real little. Uh, Passion of like, the Christ. Was this, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> I would like our church. That, remember, I said I was like it was like part of this like American church, mm-hmm. and the American church owned this company or like TV studio called Star Industries, and they produce like a bunch of Christian programming and radio. And I, as like a nine-year-old, got like, uh, well, I mean, at that point, I was still, uh, and I apologize if you're a believer, I'm not. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, but, uh, if you're a normal listener to the show, you probably know that we're both atheists. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll try to not be too snarky about people's beliefs. Ask you about that ahead of time. It's like, are we? Yeah, I forgot. I meant to bring it up too because I mean, I, I don't want if you want to believe in that stuff. I mean, that's that's fine. I'll, I'll try not to like. But, but there's plenty of stuff to make fun of here that has nothing to do with right. uh, Christian beliefs. We're here to make fun of Bible Man first. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we're making we're we're here to make fun of like the show, not so much the religion. Right. Right. Exactly. Time. But. 
But if it happens, yeah, just I, be prepared. <laughs> yeah, I, I got I, I got like put into like a few different productions mm-hmm. where I had to like sing some Christian like Christmas songs mm-hmm. and a few other things. Have you ever seen those clips on TikTok of uh, a guy that's like dressed as a giant like blue foam Bible? No. If you look it up, I can't remember like what the character was called. Maybe probably Mr. Bible or something stupid, <laughs> but it's kind of like an infamous Christian uh, kid show character. And I was like in a couple of those shows. Oh man, well um, we should be we should have like stills of this to show along Bible Man. We gotta we gotta I, track I'm those. Sorry, I'm sorry. We gotta track those down for a future episode. Uh, but for now, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, anyway, the name of that show was like uh, the Ama- Amazing Bible Adventures or something like that. And I just remember. The episode with David and Goliath, when David, because I think this was like animated in Japan or something, when David uh, threw his sling at uh, Goliath and then the uh, the rock like hit him in the forehead, it was like a geyser of blood, like <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> and like, okay, this doesn't sound bad. It's oh, Japanese I remember. animation I was like, from the 80s or 90s. I was and like, finally, I was bloody? like, okay. yes, like now we're All talking. Right, yeah. See, like I'd be a Christian now if that's what they had shown. <laughs> <laughs> it was basically the predecessor to the aforementioned uh, Passion of the Christ uh, by Mel Gibson. But uh, all right, without further ado, let's get saved by Bible Man. Welcome to your feature presentation. All right. Of course, uh, we forgot to mention at the top of the episode that we're actually going to watch this episode of uh, Bible Man (laughs) with ourselves, um, basically. And uh, that episode is called The Bible Man Adventures, Defeating the Shadow of Doubt. And uh, this particular episode premiered uh, January 1st, uh, 1998. Uh, As Yehel mentioned at the beginning, um, Bible Man actually premiered a direct-to-video back in 1995 and ran all the way to uh, 2010. Um, and then was later relaunched uh, in 2016 as the Bible Man Adventures. There's uh, 19 seasons in total, 32 live-action episodes, and uh, 26 animated ones. Can you believe that? How are there 19 seasons but 32 episodes? I mean, I guess it depends how uh, how many episodes per season they want to do. Since it's direct-to-video, they can just kind of do what they want. I, I yeah, guess. yeah. I, and, and IMDb has it broken up into like five seasons, so I'm sure it like varies and... You know, we're not talking about something distributed by Deke or something where... Uh, <laughs> oh, old, old Deke and their high standards, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just saying there's not going to be a, probably a lot of formality in terms of how, um, you know, a normal TV series even does. Geared towards kids would be uh, packaged. Right, right. And they have it... Um, those... Oh, yeah. So here they are, the, the five seasons. It's weird. On Wiki, on the Wikipedia, uh, season one is really only considered two episodes. And... Um, the reason why we're not covering those first, because we like to start at the beginning of things, uh, is because they're terrible. Uh, the very first episode of Bible Man called uh, Big Big Book kind of plays like an episode of Barney. Like Bible Man just sort of shows up at a youth group and just, uh, you know, mixes it up with kids who sing and dance. And uh, yeah, it just uh, would have been too boring so i sort of looked ahead and went to the bible man adventures which is considered 
season three, 1998 to 1999. And the first episode of that is Defeating the Shadow of Doubt. And that's why uh, we're watching that one. Um, yeah, I kind of wish we would have watched. There's one called, um, and I remembered it after the fact, called Breaking the Bonds of Disobedience. Where I didn't know the name ahead of time, but I knew that there was a the bad guy, and it was basically like a, a Borg ripoff from Star Trek. Oh, that would have been and, good. Yeah, and I've seen it before, and I feel like though he looks like a Borg, uh, and I don't look, he looks like a Borg, but I think he acts like Mister Freeze. Uh, <laughs> Which version of Mister Freeze? The one from like, the movies I, I want to say, the like animated series. I'll, I want to say more like the Schwarzenegger one. Oh, of course. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're definitely going for camp here. In fact, uh, as uh, you will see or hear, dear listener slash viewer, Shadow of a Doubt here, I feel like is definitely channeling his best uh, Jim Carrey Riddler. Uh, Would you agree with that? Oh, man. Absolutely. Yeah, he's uh, definitely hamming it up uh, big time. But uh, moving it up, moving along here, the synopsis for the Bible Man universe <laughs> is as follows. Miles Peterson had everything, money, power, fame, until he lost it. Then Miles finds the power of God and harnesses that power to become a Bible Man. And that's uh, basically the synopsis for the series. And here's the episode synopsis. While under the spell of the sinister shadow of doubt, Kayla, is it, wait, is it Kylie? I can't remember. Kayla, right? I, I want to say it was like, oh, I don't know. I now. swear it kept changing. All right, we're going to go with Yeah, uh, it might be one of those things. Kayla, all right. Kayla begins to doubt God's interest in her problems. And when Bible man and his trusted friend Coates come to her aid, the cunning shadow of doubt targets Bible man as his next victim. Both Bible Man and Kayla learn a lesson in relying on the truths in God's word. And uh, Bible Man was created by Tony Salarno. Yeah, that's it. And he is known for making other uh, Christian programs such as The Amazing Children, The Everlasting Adventure Series, and The Bible, The Amazing Book. You ever see any of those? (laughs) Uh, no, no, no. I didn't get a chance to be bored to death by any of those. Unfortunately. <laughs> uh, and, uh, I haven't even heard of them. Yeah, me either. And uh, this was written and directed by uh, Triple Threat, uh, Willie... How did you pronounce a- Ames? It I looks thought like you were going to say Triple H. <laughs> uh. Willie, could it be Ayamas? <laughs> like Lorenzo Ayamas? <laughs> Uh, I think it's, I feel like it's Ames because I feel like I've heard his name. All right, we'll go with that. Who knows? So, uh, he is known for directing and writing, um, these other shows, most specifically the public life of Sissy Pike, the new girl in town and the Missy files. And aside from, uh, Bible man, he hasn't directed anything else. And, uh, another notable thing that he wrote, but did not direct is Charles in charge. And uh, well, he w- he was in Charles in Charge, was he? Yeah, yeah, he was Buddy uh, Buddy Lemick. He's like in so, he's like in most of the episodes. I so think. that must have been the link um, because I thought it was the other guy, right? Um, no, no, Williams. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at his IMDb right now. He's in 126 episodes of Charles in Charge. Um, so that must have been what happened. I got it all mixed up because I thought Kirk Cameron all this time was Bible Man. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, Kirk Cameron has, he's of the uh, left behind. 
right uh, <laughs> franchise as well he we should, should really be. cover that one day we will you know, just alienate anybody oh believes. i want to do the one with nicholas cage in it oh i would love to i haven't seen his yet oh I've, me I've been yeah okay so uh who were some of the thespians who was in this show well, I guess we can start off with Willie Ames, Ams, however his name is pronounced. Uh, as we mentioned, uh, he is Bible Man in this. He's also the writer of this episode and director of this episode. Um, he was in, like I said, Charles in Charge. He was also in the Dungeons and Dragons TV series, hmm. which I thought was interesting just because Dungeons and Dragons was kind of part of the whole satanic panic of the late 70s and 80s. So I don't know. Maybe I, he hadn't converted yet. I mean, if you look at him in his later years and some of the stuff that he did after Bible Man, it's all pretty secular, if you ask me. You know, Steve, I'm starting to think this guy might have just been trying to get some money out of the... Uh, I, think... I, I don't want to say gullible. But, well, children are gullible. <laughs> so I'm not saying... <laughs> right? call no, children, they're like, oh, this looks cool. I want it. Um, but uh, anyways, I do want to read <laughs> Spy that he 100% for those that don't know you can write your own bio on IMDb uh, and he definitely did after becoming an award winning platinum selling writer producer director Willie Ames took a five year hiatus and became a six star cruise director <laughs> spending his time circling the globe and visiting over 127 countries. Uh, then it says how he like returned recently to acting and filmmaking, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, something about his wife, who cares? I read that too, yeah. Yeah, hilarious. Mm -hmm. uh, playing the part uh, or the voice, I guess, of the computer, uh, which was called Eunice, mm -hmm. um, is Malo. What a name, Malo McCaslin. Mm -hmm. uh, it might be Milo McCaslin, I, I don't know. But uh, a couple of fun facts. Um, she was also in Charles in Charge. Um, I ooh, I thought I had written down how many episodes. It was but, uh, uh, she fine. was Willie's a wife at the time of this, right? Yeah, I was just gonna say she was previously married to him. They ended in divorce, which is funny because in this episode, it's all about this little girl's Kayla about her parents, her arguing. But yeah, hell, I she thought they're gonna split up. I thought divorce was against God's will. <laughs> well, Steve, I guess Kayla, uh, whatever child Willie and Malo had, didn't pray hard enough. Ooh. And uh, <laughs> did <him> <laughs> if only Bi where was Bible Man? Come on. <laughs> Well, when Bible man's like starting the arguments uh, and he's just throwing Bible verses at Malo, she's like, God damn it, Willie, can we just talk about you spending more time with me? And he's like, well, first Corinthians chapter yeah. two. <laughs> <laughs> Leviticus 2017. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can beat my slave and, however I want. Yeah. Oh, that's New Testament. That's actually Jesus that said that, not God. Right, right, right. No, I'm not I'm not even joking. No, I know it's uh, in Jesus, it's in Leviticus how to treat your slaves. I, isn't Leviticus you know, Leviticus is all about uh how gay people are terrible. Yeah, apparently. all the bad stuff is in Leviticus. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. That's all bad. <laughs> yeah. I do remember though Jesus explicitly gives instructions for how to beat slaves. And right. they are very like specific instructions. <laughs> it's very weird. Right. <laughs> uh Anyways, <laughs> there's the one no, we're going to get banned by uh, the Moody Bible Institute or something. Right, right. Anyways, uh, moving right along, we've got Mark Wayne who plays Coates. Mm -hmm. uh, I got uh, 
I'm so confused by by coats, but I'll, I'll wait till we start watching it mm. to like uh, get into my my notes about coats. And he didn't really do much. Uh, in fact, he didn't even do much Bible Man. Only four episodes, um, and then he didn't do anything for like 14 years. He had like a part in some like thing called King's Bachelor part, Pad, an episode of that, and then an episode of something called Space Journey. Um, we've got Brian Lemons who plays the, uh, villain, uh, doubt, mm-hmm. the shadow of doubt is his full name, I guess. Uh, he only did six things randomly. He did something in 2021, but yeah, nothing anyone's going to know him for. Uh, I did notice though, he plays several other villains throughout huh. the Bible man series. Um, so, uh, including the Borg <laughs> one, sorry, there's that. And then we've got, uh, wait, I already went over the guy that plays mm. Coates. Um, Steve mm. Weatherford, uh, who who plays Ludacris, excuse me, sorry, I got a little confused here. Um, and uh, he hasn't really done anything else, literally. Oh, this but he the only has so he much charisma. Then, what a waste. Mm, then playing, playing Pastor Rex, we've got Rex <laughs> Bonar. <laughs> Please tell me he went on to a uh, lucrative porn career. I w- I he and Willie Ames actually got married. Uh, <laughs> Willie? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know. The only thing he ever did was Bible. Yeah, Man, some, so. I'm pretty sure he's an actual pastor and not a real actor. But that's just my guess. Steve, are there any real actors? Uh, in this? I mean, I'd say Willie. Well, we'll save it to the end. We'll see. He's yeah. the closest thing to like a real. Uh, real actor but uh yeah so um i do see that rex bonar is still doing stuff actually in the ministry he's got some really weirdly titled youtube videos for something called the journey Mm -hmm. bible church um wow seems like he's some crazy conspiracy nut uh he's got videos about how to confront uh (laughs) teachers who are teaching scientific facts so that's that's, not good it's not uh uh, anyway, Stephen, that is basically the cast. The only other person in the cast is the little girl who um, is not like credited. Oh, yeah, she is. I'm sorry. Kyla, Kyla was played by Kyla is her name? Pratt. That's also her wow, character. what a stretch. Yeah. Yeah. No relation to Chris Pratt, I think. Right. I don't know. Maybe. He's, he's, he's hey, religious, maybe, so maybe. Maybe they go to the same church. Yeah, maybe maybe Kyla Pratt came Chris <laughs> Anything's Pratt. possible these days. All right, uh, you ready to watch this thing? All Let's right, do it. Let me make sure I have the rights. <sighs> and in case anybody's watching, going to watch along with us, uh, I'm sure uh, Steve will include in the show notes a link or whatever, but uh, we we can do a little countdown. Or I guess it'll be visually presented to us but do give a give me a countdown steve okay um well i guess i better start at the very beginning of the um the thing then where the okay so no 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 just give me a timestamp. five four three two and play all right you should be seeing the pamphlet entertainment logo what's what's i was just gonna say what's oh wait this intro is pretty amazing so good wealth status success Still, something was lacking. Status. They show a trackball mouse. <laughs> oh, we're gonna we're gonna pause it after discuss it. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> Why is he then screaming like this? Hour, the words of a single book began to change his life. Bible. Oh my! Last, Miles Peterson felt the burning desire. The Bible. Inspired by the word of God and equipped with unyielding faith, Miles pledged to fight evil in the name of God. Okay, so, all right, you're a a millionaire or a very successful uh, person. Yeah, you, you, you've got you've got a laptop with a trackball mouse in it. You've got the <laughs> you're status You're wandering of that. around <laughs> in the forest, and all of a sudden you have an existential crisis because all of your money and accomplishments have, uh, for whatever reason, amounted to nothing. So. Yeah. Yeah, that trackball mouse is not helping you in your day to day life. Hey, it was the you know it may move it was the 90s, uh, man. your cursor across the, the screen, but man, maybe it's the curse, you know, bro. It was the 90s, man. A trackball mouse was a big deal back then. At least uh, it was for uh, Willie Ames or whoever it is that uh, created the Bible, <laughs> man. Uh, also, is uh, oh, I'd like to point out that uh, we had two episodes in a row where the main protagonist was named Miles. Uh, make sure you see our uh, last episode for uh, Parole Violators, where that protagonist's name was Miles Long. You'll love it. Um, but yeah, yeah, so he screams into the void and empties his briefcase, <laughs> and it's empties it and the he like opens it facing away from him and just kind of like try I, I i don't know like just like kind of pushes like shakes it so like the papers come out of it because because why exactly was it that they because said like he's he realized that there has to be more because he's already successful and yeah so i mean that's i, I guess he's that, just not fulfilled that's and, and that's what uh, i think is like sort of super lame about uh i mean <laughs> i mean everything's super lame here but like man it's like you couldn't give bible man a proper origin he's just a successful guy who realizes there has to be more than he falls on a bible like gosh that's yeah he like like yeah so he falls to the ground it's raining and then he like happens to fall in front of where a bible is kind of buried mm-hmm. under some leaves and stuff which I don't know what happened to the person that left it there. I, I did, did God drop this like yeah. a death note? It's dropping. <laughs> Do you think you'll ever get uh, so successful that you'll have an existential crisis like Miles did? Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. I want somebody to find me wearing a trench coat, uh, paper strewn that's about. What's a, that's what's a thing uh, that I'll say that I really appreciate about it, that he's dressed like a dude in the 1950s or something. He's basically dressed like the shadow yeah. or your sort of typical 1950s businessman. Yeah, yeah. and, and, and then he like screams, but it's like it's like his scream combined with like the roar right. of a lion. <laughs> And then underneath that, like he when he sees the Bible, it's like they dub over his voice going right. the Bible. Yeah, I mean <laughs> that. I think uh, maybe they threw it in there for kids who can't read. Like I don't know why that was there. Well, maybe God should help these kids. <laughs> he, he should, or someone should teach these kids to read. No, I, I think you're right, B, because the narrator. There's a narrator mm-hmm. explaining this to right. us for some reason. Uh, and the narrator just says, like, the book. Or right, something. right. Oh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Then I'm on board. <laughs> yeah. Oh, me too. All right, we'll continue on here. And now the theme plays. And, um, yeah, so what do you think of this? Well, we haven't gotten into it yet, but all this flashy stuff on the screen is kind of fun. But uh, definitely 
What do you think they yeah. made that with back then? I think it's probably on an Amiga. Yeah. Because that would have been the cheapest way to go about doing it without needing like a lot of uh, you, like to do this kind of stuff on a PC would have been very expensive. Oh, William Mays was a producer as well. I forgot to mention that. And uh, I w oh yeah, I was this about song. to say I was almost like at the very beginning I was almost kind of on board with the theme where it did that part, but then when the lyrics and the singing come in, oh just the worst here yeah it's terrible and then i mean like the the graphics and stuff like they're they're both better and worse right. than i expected like i, I don't know it's yeah. hard to describe when what's the deal like for 1998 they're not good oh okay so now um if you're listening all right they're in a church and then they're calling talking about community outreach and they're bringing out their uh what did they call them? Like youth, I don't know, activity group or something. And it. Yeah, they're, they're performing can arts you group. Describe or how all the kids were dressed. They're dressed all in black, like yeah. they're going to a funeral. Well, black t-shirts and jeans. <laughs> so now, with no further ado, yeah. and uh, the camera takes us into the vent of the, the church song, and then the down into the basement, uh, which is kind of fun. At least they're trying. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it almost at first I was like, is this a green shot? But it's so not. there's like, and then it's weird. So there's like this like ooze, like like muted, like mutagenic, teenage mutant ninja turtles, right. like glowing. I was gonna say Nickelodeon ooze. style slime, but yeah, either either one works. There you and go. And then they're doing their interpretive dance right now on the stage. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah, it's awful. It's like they're doing like a weird. Uh, Oh my god, what's that play? That musical? Like the two sides are fighting? Like, is it well, Grease? Um, is that what no, I'm thinking, thinking of? of um, no, it's not. I know what you're talking about, but I can't. It was just recently remade. Um, bye Bye Birdie? That one? Maybe? No, okay. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm thinking of. The one where there's like one, of, there's like one gang of Puerto Ricans yeah, fighting I, somebody else. I thought else. that was called Bye Bye Birdie. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> Alright, so anyway, <laughs> these bricks are breaking down, and we can hear the um, the voice of the Shadow of Doubt. He's monologuing. Say hello to Shadow Doubt. <laughs> and he's like looking straight at the camera, and then he... Excuse me, Mr. Shadow? Yeah, he like breaks through like this, mm -hmm. this brick wall, and there's all this smoke behind him and stuff, and then Ludacris comes uh, out, and like... Really Reveals that it's a Just fake right and, wall. He, and what's his name's about to tell us S.O.D. is about to tell us he just does it because I like to be scary I know what it is ludicrous. I do it for effect to be yeah, he's, yeah, he says right, he does right. it for effect And Ludacris says oh, this is a fake wall. You don't have to punch the bricks out and uh, it's just but for the see, video I actually thought that shot was kind of fun, but then they had to undercut it the, the shot yeah, was pretty well yeah. made. See, the production value is not that bad on this. I, mean, I wish it was worse. <laughs> I I, th I mean, it's night for 1998. It's, it's bad. I keep forgetting that it's 1998. Uh, the thing is, like looking at this, you would think it's like 1992. Right. Oh, absolutely. Or, like or even 1990. So um, we are now in the 
Okay, here's here's the first of Coates' many military-esque type yeah, outfits. Like, I don't. That, I mean, I didn't really look up like the explanation for Coates as a character, but for whatever reason, he's always wearing like um, a military uniform. And yeah, so they're in the Bible. But it, but it's like a different one in almost every scene. Like he's got like a different set of like medals on every other like scene and. Uh, different colored like uniform like what what army right, is right. he in like three of them he's in three different <laughs> i am services. enjoying these uh i mean these graphics on their computers are so bad that they're good i mean come on you gotta yeah this, this ha I, i'm 99 sure this was made on an amiga oh yeah so they're having a sort of little disagreement coats in the computer over um what the password is and um i don't know for some reason this carries throughout the episode just sort of like a running gag i guess to string the scenes together or whatever both of you eunice yeah because uh william's character like said the computer asked for the password he said john 316 he was like oh access granted but I guess he also said please. John 316. I all this time I thought it was Austin 316. I must be wrong. <laughs> so I So so then this so basically this pastor is like sending them a message about how like um hey we have, <laughs> there's this little girl who's really struggling with doubt because her right, parents are they, arguing. Why don't you help her? Why don't you counsel right. they her, had, Pastor? I think it's funny is that they went through all the uh, alarms and flashing lights in the Bible man lair and stuff, you know, essentially just so they could have a Skype conversation. Well, I, I, they don't, I don't think that they talked to him. They just get a message because nobody knows well, then who Bible Well, that makes it even lamer. <laughs> yeah, it's just a video I agree. message, then. It's at the end that Bible man talks to him like right. a Skype call. And uh, he's got like I think he's wearing his Iron right, Man garb. Right. Yeah. So let's see here. Oh my god! Like poor Coates. That guy has never used a keyboard before, huh? <laughs> he was like scared to like yeah, hurt the keyboard. That guy just sort of wandered in the, uh, the church right one day, there. like drunk, and then then he woke up in this show. Well, I can't say that I blame her. There's nothing. Harder or sadder than watching your parents argue. There's nothing harder or sadder than watching your you, parents argue, is what uh, uh, Bible sure man says here. I can yeah. think of several I mean, things. Just ask Coates. I mean, he's they done it all. Misery loves company. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know how many men he's killed <laughs> in the service? I mean, he's been handing them all out. BJ's, HJ's, ZJ's. <laughs> until Bible man saved him. And weep with those who weep. You want to talk about it? That's so Bible Man, basically every conversation he has, like he's like, well, here's a Bible verse for that. Here's a Bible verse for this. Like every other sentence is like a Bible. Oh, we haven't even mentioned this. So this is the first time that the Bible Man uh, suit is basically shown. And there's no, the weird thing here is that there's no like uh, interesting sort of reveal or sort of show up and like, so he's at this uh, church, and there's all these kids around, and they're, I guess, practicing for, again, for their interpretive dance or whatever. And, you know, there's a so-called superhero right there, and no one cares. No one cares. Yeah. And I'm very confused. Does Bible Man have any powers? powers of prayer, man. Come on. 
But yeah, everybody know, has right? that. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, what's his name? Saad, or Shadow of Doubt, is listening to um, their conversation via cup and um, string, basically. Like Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Nobody notices that the vent... What happened? Underneath Kayla's, the vent underneath Kayla's, like mm-hmm. that Kayla's sitting on, is like glowing right, green. Because, we, you know, we've got like the green, I don't know, liquid right, we down just have there. An uh, important plot point here where Kayla says his her dad found this box uh, in the. Um, yeah, she, she, yeah found she found the box. box. It was it's weird. She true. found the box after the dad went down to the Jesus basement. Loves you and your parents more than you could know. And uh, this is basically... Why was her dad yeah, at the no, church right? basement? I mean, and Pastor Rex was down there, too. I mean, what could have happened? Why isn't Bible Man talking <laughs> to the parents? Right. So he should be roughing them up. Is there anything like, I can do, Bible Man? Forcing them to stay <laughs> yes, married and not argue. In the meantime, I'd like to take a look around the church basement. So is sure. the pastor here. six foot nine or is Willie Ames five feet tall? Well, I mean, Coach tall. makes a joke about him being short later on in the episode, so. Ludicrous. Oh, there's like three jokes about, there's like three short jokes. Like Willie Ames is like very sensitive about this. But he wants people to think he's not. Right. So he keeps writing in jokes How would you describe Ludicrous's costume? Uh, it's very feasible with today's computers. Oh, that's ludicrous. It is. I don't know. Like he's wearing like a suit? hat over like a gray yeah. body suit. That like, comes uh, his uh, head? What is it? Head sock, and uh, he's got like a eyeshadow on his eyes, and a hat, and a vest. It just—it's literally looks like they threw it together off stuff that they like found in the church basement. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, have you seen the Bible Man suit in those previous episodes? Uh, no, was it? It's different, I guess. Actually, worse. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Uh, yeah, his. Uh, well, I mean, Bible Man has a lightsaber, which also doesn't make any sense. Yes, and he just. Did, was there even a sound to make him take out the lightsaber just now? Yeah, yeah. There, there was a little, some kind of sound effect. <laughs> this is uh. They they even do like the lightsaber like every once in a while. I mean, I don't know, man. It's it's such a weird. I you know obviously you don't want to give him a gun, right? And I, why is Shadow of Doubt just sinking here? Oh, there's a lot of weird stuff that Shadow of Doubt does. Why can't he hear him? Well, uh, I, I guess because he's wearing that stupid cowl that's covering his ears. That's a good reason. Yeah, doesn't make any sense. But uh, yeah, so Bible Man opens a box similar to what Kayla had. And this green stuff starts swirling around his head. And I guess it's supposed to make him increase his doubt. Or they explain later that it, it amplifies your feelings. Right. Uh, I guess everyone feels doubtful about the Bible, basically, <laughs> deep down inside, and this like brings it out. I mean, that's kind of what they imply later, right? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, and this is like a running theme. So as they fight, they constantly like whip back and forth to one another. 
Um, and I, I mean, I didn't write all of them down, but I wrote a few of them down. Um, like there's one later, I don't, I can't remember if it's here or when, um, he goes, oh yeah, he said it earlier, he goes, surprise Bible brute. And then Bible man goes, I've never been one for surprises, especially those with rotten teeth. Like, well, uh, what does that even yeah. mean? I, I, I guess, uh. Yeah, cause, and then he says something like, you really should floss. Yeah. I guess the bad guy's got like smelly breath and bad teeth and that's something to make fun of. Hopefully you're not a kid that can't afford dental care, whose parents can't afford dental care watching this. Right. And then, what's his like, name? Like, really odd choice. Yeah, and then um, S.O.D. says, goodbye, partying is such a pain in the neck. Like, whoa, he's so wacky. But like, why wouldn't, at this point... You involve the police. There's a weird guy in the basement of the church. You can't trust the police. You hell, they're secular. He doesn't even tell the pastor, I yeah. guess. <laughs> All right. So okay. Coates is wearing yet a different style, military style shirt. He's got a million medals now uh, and awards pinned to him. This guy covered himself very well. I love I love how Bible Man is also a scientist. Oh, of course, of course. I guess that's how he made his money before his millions. Yeah, right. And at the same time, it was so familiar. I can't put my finger on it. Miles, you've been working on this nonstop for days. So this is where we get sort of the classic. Uh, I mean, I don't know if Miles is supposed to be considered a sidekick or partner. Um, but he's giving him the old, been working too hard, man. You need to take a break. Of course. You mean Coates. Yeah, isn't that what I said? They said Miles. Oh, yeah. Um, Coates, yeah. He uh, he just wants Miles to take a break. But my Bible man, you know, he just can't rest because Kayla needs him. <laughs> We've got to find out who this guy is. So, is this like okay, okay. Coates and Bible Man's like full-time job? They make money doing this? Like, what's going on? Yeah, like, what's Coates doing during the day? And I appreciate I, I mean, concern. from what I understand, Black Ops missions, uh, <laughs> the Sudan Desert. <laughs> he blew up the um, that pipeline everyone's talking about. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 going wherever Dick Cheney tells him to shoot people. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> is that guy even still a factor this anymore? And Kyla's feelings are um, I don't know. I think. Oh, this is the like 90s. So yes, Blackwater. He would be. Oh yeah, Blackwater. Yeah, there you go. All right, now I, I'm with you. Now I'm with you. And I'm gonna keep my promise. And that you will. But for tonight. The way he Coates aggressively says, "Okay, friend." Yeah. Okay. Yo, he was ready to punch him. Friend. He was ready to end the. He was ready to kill him. Right. Shut it down, Eunice. This is such a 90s trope, the uh, sassy computer. Right. Yeah, yeah. So the computer Please. again, like, you didn't say the magic phrase. Weird science. <laughs> so now we're back at the church mm -hmm. where no one's learning about God or the Bible yet. Uh, Kayla's just like drawing blue crosses, it looks like, on that giant piece of paper. Right. And those kids Thinking are, about her parents arguing. Those kids are still practicing in the background, and none of them make a sound. And they didn't bother to like, uh, you know, dub in any kind of background noises to make it seem like they're there. Actually, you know, that they're actually there. Right. I would love to know what her parents are arguing about. Yeah. 
I want to take a side. I got. I love God more. No, I do. Hi, Kylie. Let's see. It's the '90s. They're probably arguing over which one's better, Friends or Seinfeld. Yeah. Calm down, I love how Kyla just bites into Bible Man. Just completely dresses him down. Yeah, I mean, and Kyla's like, hey, where was God last night? My parents were arguing. Right. Like, where were you? <laughs> He's like, it seems like God doesn't answer any prayers. And I'm like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, yeah, Kyla, go, girl. <laughs> yeah, she brings up a lot of, like, classic Valid uh, you know, yeah. arguments <laughs> that people have against, uh, you know, religion and mm-hmm. God and that kind of stuff. So, and Bible Man, I guess, is, like, having doubts now because he's God under the, the spell of that... Uh, Mm-hmm. That concoction or whatever, yeah, that a, uh, like green stuff. What, how did he the tonic or how does he describe it? It's something like that? Basically, a potion, if you will, created by but the thing is like Shadow of a Doubt. I feel like this is like a terrible. If I was making this, and my goal is you know to teach kids about God and get them to like believe in God and whatever. God doesn't seem very powerful if your faith in him can be overcome by like some like random green liquid a guy made. I know, right? And right? and also I was thinking like I feel like they didn't have to be so heavy-handed like <laughs> Did you ever like listen to a um you know like a metal band or a song and then afterwards someone was like, "Hey, listening to some Christian rock, huh?" And you're like, "Oh my god, I accidentally listened to some <laughs> like that's what they could have done with this like maybe if they weren't right, so right. overt with the oh well corinthians 25 whatever like that's just yeah. that's the most i mean the guy is called bible man though right I mean, so they were like oh so here by uh shadow of doubt bursts into this long long dance and song number oh man <laughs> and, and we should we kind of talked over but the shot just before this Ludicrous, like again, breaks the fourth wall, mm-hmm. and then Shadow of Doubt tells him to get out because he's ruining the shot. So it's so weird. Like everybody here knows that they're in a. All the bad guys know that they're in a video. Uh, I don't think Bible Man knows. No, no, he doesn't know. Nobody else knows. Now, when you were watching this, did it remind you of a, of another video that we recently watched? Say the, that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Ah, there it is. One, yeah. I, but this is better. <laughs> it is. <laughs> so, uh, do you want to fast forward through this, or should we talk about something else? <laughs> I mean, well, I guess we should. Let... I mean, the lyrics are pretty funny. Yeah, uh, it's not on purpose. Especially since it is basically a parody of uh, "Everybody Doubt Now." It's everybody dance yeah, it's now. A, the old CNC Music Factory yeah. song. God, that's so. Busy. This is a really uh, hello, fellow kids moment here. Yeah. I mean, so is like Shadow of Doubt here supposed to seem cool to kids or like a dork? I know, right? I mean, his dancing's pretty bad, but I mean, but that beat, it is on point. <laughs> right? And he's got like rappers coming out of nowhere, spitting fat rhymes. Uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Like, if I was eight years old, they'd be like, I want some more Shadow of Doubt. Doubt me up. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. And Shadow of Doubt's outfit, I th- we haven't really talked about it, but he's just wearing, like, a blue spandex, like a baby blue spandex a unitard or something. 
Yeah, and just like a mask that's kind of like, um, like, like Green Lantern just kind of glued onto his face. Right, right, and he's bald and he has earrings. And here he's, well, he's wearing a jacket. I think it's supposed to go along with the, with the music video here. Yeah, this is his stage, uh, outfit, right. Yeah, this is super long. Uh, <laughs> on and on and on. So, what do you want to do for next week's episode? Oh, I, I, I don't know, Steve. I suddenly have so many doubts about just everything. <laughs> that was going to be my alternate take for the opening at the beginning. Oh, thank God it ended. That you were uh, doubting the Church of Obscurity. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> all right, it's over. All right, now. here comes Bible Man, kick ass. This is very like 1960s Batman issue, right? With all like the quips. So, I wonder if, um, like all the other villains, if they, if they just sword, do nothing but sword fight? Like, does everyone else have a lifesaver as well? I guess so, because, like, you, you know, you, you probably don't want to give Bible Man, like, superpowers, right? Like, for a Christian thing, because it's like, oh, why does he have powers like God? Like, shooting lightning bolts or whatever right. thing people think God does. They'll, they'll um, think that if they pray hard enough, they'll get superpowers. Maybe. And the thing is, but you also obviously can't have them like shooting people or really hurting people. Yeah, you mean doing so something cool this like way. punish you. <laughs> yeah, so at least this way, it's just they're just constantly like are like at a duel all the time right. when they're sword fighting. Because I think even at the end, like, doesn't he just like take him by the arm? I'm sure. I mean, we're going to see, but. He just like, like, yeah, like. Doubt just threw away his own lightsaber. Right. Now he's about to make some more henchmen out of those beakers. Oh, that's right. But these guys are like completely useless. Translation of scripture freak. And then no one will believe him or his god. No, is that the same shot from before? I think it is. Probably. That's it. He's like he like takes them out like in a. Look at that. <laughs> and they're gone. One hit each for the henchmen. It's like they could have put yeah. more time to the fighting and less time in the uh, dance numbers. Yeah. Lord. I mean, it's interesting, right? Having like, I guess Bible Man go through the same problem as the kid, but yeah, I can see how on paper he's wearing a different military shirt. Now. <laughs> but he just let um, SOD just go away while he was, you know, busy talking to God. Well, you know, his relationship with God is more important than uh, capturing that villain. I guess. I guess you're right. Oh, come on, Miles, you've been through tougher battles and faced tougher villains than this. It's not the battles. It's me. I know that God will never let me down. And in my heart and my mind, I know all the right scriptures. But lately, I've doubted them. You've been doubting? You know, it sounds to me like you and Kyla may be suffering from the same thing. Well, you got that right. He pulls off a beret pretty my good. I'll give him that. Right yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
He's basically like um, I don't feel in like Black be. Panther garb right here, and not the yeah, superhero, the uh, the Whoever militant is, group from the seventies or sixties. So Miles Miles is having yet another existential crisis. Uh, unfortunately, this time he doesn't throw his papers everywhere and screams. Look at this. So if we would have had the oh he oh I'm sorry what. I was going to oh. say, here's that uh, multimedia interactive game. The Life of Christ. Did you play The Life of Christ? Let us know I, in the comments section. I can't section. say I did. Found on the inside of the box shows so yeah, basically here, like, Coates has figured out that, like, there's some minerals, like, in the formula that the bad guy made that, like, once it's airborne, it increases your, amplifies your feelings, yeah. blah, blah. So basically, Coates. the problem here What's is the human one emotion. Factor between Kyla and me? You're both short. Besides that, yeah, and then it, and it's again just like really Kyla's weird writing to me because like, like then he's gonna go on here and in a minute about battles, how like oh in the Bible and Proverbs yada yada it says not to like basically trust yourself and instead like just trust that God's right even if. You know, it's not right. Yeah, basically they say ignore your emotions and trust in God. But but then like the by but then the verse that they read and this is I was, I'm trying not to like get like too much on a religious soapbox here. But you know, like the verse isn't saying like don't trust your emotions. It says to like not lean on your own understanding, which in other words, like modern language would translate to like don't go don't trust the things you actually know right just just have faith yeah in god right of course so and i kind of hate this because number one it doesn't make a good argument i feel like to like get somebody to believe in god like it's it's weak as hell you're basically telling like hey i know that you know things i know you're smart but just throw that out the window it's not a compelling uh argument oh well i mean but second i i i hate this idea of indoctrinating kids to be like hey Believe things without evidence, which is basically what he's saying. Ooh, well, and against two guys like us who uh, like logic and facts, so of course we're going to hate it. This challenge. But listen, yeah. if you want to teach your kids about God, that's that fine. I just think this is a terrible way to go about it right. by saying right. believe in things without evidence. Yeah. You know? I agree. <laughs> you know, you want to tell them like the parables or stories from the Bible and whatever. Okay, that's business, but. So basically, in that last know. scene, they figured out how to defeat Shadow of a Doubt, and then, but this time, Coates is gonna get to get to come along, and he picks up a big like laser bazooka at the end. Mm -hmm. and now we're like this big white bazooka. Mm -hmm. Now we're back at the church, and those damn kids are still dancing around like they were before. And now, um, Bible Man's about to go talk to Kayla for a third time. And Kayla, Kayla's pissed. She says yeah. to Bible Man, I had a feeling you'd be yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. I love like, She's definitely talks the so way cynical. a little kid doesn't well, talk. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. It's the best actress. I thought I heard you slime your way in here, Bible Man. I heard the self-righteousness oozing out of your armpits. <laughs> I know that right now you're feeling... Yeah, that's right. I'm Kayla. I'm 40 years old. I've been drinking and smoking since I saw you in the last four minutes. It just, it just feels like they don't love each other anymore. I know. 
Well, here's something you might not know about Bible man. He's about to get a divorce from his computer. Yeah, like, man, the way he, I mean, I know this is all typical of, like, just the delivery of all the Bible verses and stuff. Just so condescending. Yeah. And then, like, again, this explanation, it's so weird. He's, like, telling her, like, well, sometimes God lets bad things happen to us. But if, you know, we put our faith in him and pray hard enough, he'll see us through it. Oh, that's nice of him to see us through the problem he's allowing to happen. Right, right. Like, and it all goes back to the beginning <laughs> where he was basically like, well, you're for well, you and for your parents. God has a plan. And don't I'm like, forget, oh, that's my I least favorite yeah. like argument like of all time. Yep. And, and I just, again, like I, I think this is kind of stuff that a lot of kids, not all of them, but I think a lot of kids will kind of see on, through these right, arguments. You like, right. you know, like kids aren't they're not all dumb. You know, they'll yeah. be like, well, that doesn't really make sense. No. You know, you have a child. He asks like a million questions, right, about everything. Right, right. Yes, he does. Really? I'll try Bible man. This, I mean, it's kind of like if if a thief broke into your house robbed you of your stuff and then give it back to you and then you're supposed to be grateful later yeah but why <laughs> give it back to you. hey well that was that was god's plan so you can learn that you don't need stuff you hell oh my bad come on man have faith oh man this dance like that these kids are doing oh yeah like they're like rolling on the floor then they get on one knee and do the Wakanda forever thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Yeah. Just hearing about them sing about the armor of God is really creepy sounding. Yeah. So we get, oh man. Did you get this Laverne and Shirley joke? Oh, I mean, I I wrote it down just because like, I think it's trying to say that, oh, you're saying we're like women. But you don't have a problem because you're not wearing purple tights like me. That makes me extra feminine. Like, Yeah, I think that's what he's like. I, okay, that's kind of what I got from it, too. So the joke is that, like, Coates says... Uh... You see those bad guys? Yeah, and then Ludacris talks about, like, the, the bad guys coming in with a big spark and spark. He's like, they didn't have to do that. They just did it because it looks cooler for the video. Why? And I bet the production designer just like hated Ludacris because he's just there to undercut everything. And now it's got to be it's got to be what you said, like to like keep kids from being scared. Right. And now I don't know what's going on with S.O.D. here. He's wearing a wig and a bathrobe and he's like, ooh, yeah. Bible man, and I have nothing to wear. And then in the next Yeah, scene, he came out very Miss Doubtfire. <laughs> yeah. I think it's supposed to be more like Bugs Bunny or something. Yeah, that probably makes more sense. The Lord alone shall be exalted. Oh man, I think this would make Ned Flanders blush. Bible verse. Yeah. And there's no doubt about this giant bazooka. Yeah. It's got like a super scope uh, six yeah. uh, reticle. It does look like a super scope. It looks like a, just a giant super scope six, actually. Now, what would be hilarious is if he, like. What is it, just a net? Yeah, it just shoots a no, net. It's just a bazooka. It's a net zooka. It looks like it was three feet long, the, the bazooka, but it just shoots out of the net. If only it were a real bazooka, that would have been a surprise. A 
But then, like, I guess he didn't get... But then he's using the net manually? It was very confusing. Yeah. Olay again. I'm so sure. It's just a game, Bible man. Oh sure. It's all just fun and games until someone. So actually, I yeah, I guess Bible man does break down, break the fourth wall too right, here. Right, right, right. be without. When he like a makes doubt. a pun about doubt. Whatever. So yeah, it's all. I and then this weird like Michael Jackson like dance yeah, from gosh. Coats with the Michael Jackson ripoff music. You only, I can only imagine like the uh, the conversation between Willie and uh, or not Willie, yeah no Willie and him. He's just like, hey, I want you to dress or dance like Michael Jackson after you beat up the guy. And he's like, why? It's like, eh, you know why? It's like, no, no, why? Why do you want me to dance like Michael Jackson? It's like, come on, you know why? Come on. But when in doubt, wipe it out. Doesn't that, isn't that from like uh, one of the Hogan movies we watched or something? When in doubt. Attention. He says when in doubt. Oh, yeah. It's from um, Santa with Muscles. Santa right? with Muscles. Yeah. It's, it's one of the rules that uh, yeah. Hogan's character has. He has all those like Stupid rules for rules. success yeah. or living or whatever. So basically, um, SOD just sort of left. And now they're back in the. The Bible cave. Yeah. Oh, I guess the pastor does know that he's Bible man because here they have a conversation. Like that. Oh, and also, um, SOD escaped with a smoke bomb, basically. Yeah. Okay, so it wasn't interactive. Okay, it was just like a video message. Uh, well, how is in 1998? This pastor recording and sending a video message. <laughs> well, I just love like all the steps they have to go through to retrieve the message. And they're like, okay. Yeah, it's like, oh, initialize this computer. Right, right. Like okay, alarms. I see it. Now uh, defragmentize the whatever. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I've got the vector. Right, yeah, it's ridiculous. Sometimes it may feel Notch Johnson here, kids. But the Bible promises that God loves us more than we could ever know. And that even when people let us down, Jesus will always be with us. If you feel like you're far away from God. <laughs> so this is like one of several times where he says, the Bible says, tells us, and then he proceeds to say something that the Bible doesn't actually say. Right. Uh, which is just, oh man. I mean, of course, you know, you and I, this isn't going to be up our alley, you know, being non-believers. Right. But this is particularly manipulative, in my opinion. Uh, like I said, you know, he's constantly saying, like, like earlier, he says, the Bible tells us not to be led by our feelings. Ah, nah, there really isn't a verse that says that. No. You know? It's like, that's like saying, oh, the Bible says to just believe and give us your money. Yeah. Like, the Bible doesn't say... God loves us more than we'll ever know. Uh, it does say he loves us, allegedly. But, but don't uh, you understand, hell that some men who are greater than you and I interpreted it that way for us. I do like that Big Bubba's Barbecue is, list, is in the credits as uh, the uh, caterer. <laughs> I missed that. Did we ever find out who did the music on this? I meant to check the credits. Yeah, yeah, they're in the credits. Um, I, I can give you the name. I, even know I just want to buy it. 
original score by Corey Ireland, and that's Corey with a K. Corey Ireland. Hmm. Well then, I'll have to because it wasn't listed on the wiki or the IMDb. But uh, well, that's Bible man. Should we uh, render a verdict? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, uh, Mr. Velasquez, or should I just call you my, my coats? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't, but I don't want to be Bible man though. So anyway, do you think that Bible? Well, you're Steve. You're not the one wearing these tights. Do you think Bible man should be uh, remembered for all of uh, human history? or tossed into the black hole of obscurity, never to be heard from again. Uh, this was like not really even so bad it's good. Like a couple of times it almost veers into that territory a little bit. But yeah, I mean, I, I would say e even like for Christian parents, I don't think that they should use this. This is just going to invite more questions you're not going to have the answers to. <laughs> right. I mean, there has to be better media than this out there for christian youths um although yeah, someone it's, it's i'm sorry i was just saying it's almost like it's like both too simple and too complicated for kids right as far as like the the bible teaching aspects of it um you know because he's like quote so many bible verses that's a great way to get kids to like tune out oh i tuned um, out for every single one of them yeah <laughs> You know, so that that's not going to be good. And then, like, the way he's, like, answering Kayla's questions, like, he doesn't answer them very well. No. And it's just going to make your kid be like, wait, that's... And then they're going to ask you the question. And Kay Kayla asks some, like, you know, difficult questions that don't really have answers other than, well, you just got to believe, right. you know? Right, right, What parent wants to answer those? <laughs> Indeed. Well, they're too busy fighting, you hell. I mean, according to the Bible Man yeah. universe. They're probably, honestly, they're probably arguing about her fucking questions. And uh, <laughs> I think Kayla's the one driving the wedge. And the only reason why at the end of the episode, this is my theory, Steve. The only reason why at the end of the episode the parents are starting to get along is because she's been spending her time with Bible Man annoying him instead of her parents. <laughs> and we forgot to mention that uh, when Pastor Rex calls at the end, he tells them that uh, Kayla and her parents are going to be a happy family again. Thanks. Yeah, to he Bible says Man like they're somehow. working things out. Yeah, and, yeah. I'd like to see that. But uh, anyway, I convinced the uh, the wife to be subservient to him again. <laughs> right. uh, everything's going to be fine. They, uh, <laughs> yeah, they gave us enough money in the offering, and everything's going to be great. Uh, but. Uh, no, I pretty much agree with you there. I mean, I knew when even when I was watching this, I was like, ah, man, it's like not not so bad. It's good. It's not it's more just like bad, bad kind of bored. Um, I mean, yeah, boring. I will. I, I think they did have a, at least somewhat of a budget for this compared to the previous episodes. Um, I mean, Bible man's like cave was at least like, you know, resembled a bat cave. It was, you know, very colorful and vibrant, yeah. I guess. Well, they probably like took whatever money they made off selling the first couple sure. of videos. And if you watch the later seasons of um, of uh, Bible man, 
their production value gets better and the suit actually gets better too. I mean, not great. Steve, sounds like you're quite a fan. How many of these did you watch? I mean, I was just curious. I was just clicking around because I've just never... Hey, that, that's how it starts, man. Don't, don't be bi curious. And by that, I mean Bible curious. Uh, <laughs> wow. That's the only kind of bi curious I won't tolerate. How is that not a shirt? How is that not a shirt? Uh, well, uh, thank you. Uh, Steve, we should make that shirt and sell it to like churches. Yeah, I'm bi... Am I bi curious? Yeah. Then on the on the back, Bible curious. Could make a lot of money. A lot of money. We probably and then could. this podcast we, will finally turn to profit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, anything else? But yeah. So uh, I guess we're both. So we both say don't remember this one. Oh yes, yeah. yes. That is the. Um, so yeah, Bible man, boring. I think uh, even boring for kids. So it's. But it starts off promising though with that intro mm-hmm. where I, I thought we were I was in for a treat when he has his crisis and he's yelling in the rain, but that's the highlight. Yes, the, that that's when we laughed the most. I would say like throughout the episode, yeah. and yeah, other than that, it was just kind of annoying, kind of boring, and very uh, sort of condescending with all the Bible verses and whatever. And for all those reasons, Bible man, you're obliterated. The heathens have spoken. So when you were looking around uh, for the episodes of um, Bible Man, did you happen to see that there's a YouTuber called Nostalgic Christian? (laughs) He reviewed one of the Bible Man episodes, too. So so there you go. uh, Did you watch any of his review? No, no, I didn't have time for that. The only reviews that matter uh... are the ones right here. Yeah, right here. Yeah, I mean, it's just like I don't know. It's it's a it's a weird production, and maybe it gets better later on. Maybe you know this is Willie Ames. Maybe he just isn't like good at writing this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I mean, in his defense, I do think like media, like this gear, Christian media geared at kids, would be pretty difficult to write. I think that's as good as it's probably gonna get. I think the problem. I think the big mistake here was like having Kayla or Kyla, whatever her name was, ask so many questions. <laughs> because I feel, if anything, the, if I would have watched this as a kid, this would have made me have my doubts. It would have planted the seed of doubts because of all the questions she had that really don't get any good answers. So what you're saying, you hell, is that Kayla should have just shut her damn mouth and get got into the kitchen and made you some pie. Is that what you're saying? I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying they made her almost like too realistic. Yeah, she's uh, uh, a, a character. Well, see, maybe that was uh, Willie, his um, inner secular side coming out. Maybe he was oh. just, he worked his way in to break, mm. burn it all to the ground, man. Oh, like 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 he's a he's an undercover atheist agent of chaos, <laughs> yes. infiltrating the, the, the Christian children's media market. I think we just blew the lid off this puppy. <laughs> you know what? Willie earned that 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 job as a six star cruise director, <laughs> what a, getting to travel the globe, visiting 127 countries. You earned it, sir. I, I take back everything I said about you. And hey, you may be short in height, but you are. Tall in, I don't know, espionage and infiltration. <laughs> what I'd like to know is, <laughs> Willie, after you completed your uh, tour of duty as a uh, cruise director, <laughs> in all the places that you visited, 
did God come with you? Was did you find God in all those places? Hmm? 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 <laughs> Be honest with yourself. He's always there with us. Yes. So, anything else to add before we wrap it up here? Uh, maybe an apo- again. Uh, I know I said we we both said we weren't really here to make fun of the faith itself, but oops, I guess we we kind of did a lot more than I than I meant to. At nah, least. So, you know, I apologize. If I doubt they stuck around that long. <laughs> Yeah, I doubt so. I, I doubt it too. But if you did, I apologize if anyone was offended. But uh, hey, maybe you're. I, I think the writing was the most offensive. Yeah. Part. Hey, maybe if you're questioning things, make sure you uh, post it down in the comments. And hey, we're there for you. We're we're there for yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. Hell and I, we we already broke free, and you too can pre- be free, listener. Oh, I, I see. He gets a female sidekick later on, and he gets like this metallic suit. Yeah, I told you. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I oh shit he he gets a third sidekick. <laughs> Who's the third sidekick? I don't know. It's it's a, like a kid. They uh, need Bible dog is what they need. Bible dog. <laughs> I might uh, get high and uh, <laughs> there's an episode called Silencing the Gossip Queen. Yeah, awesome. um, man, they get really long names. The Six Lies of the Fibbler, which is clearly like. So, or like green six hair, lies like. of the diddler am i right hey <laughs> combating the commandant of confusion that's isn't that blasting the big game master bully like what molesting the no wait no. i don't know man. this is uh there's one <laughs> okay this is the last one lambasting the lesions of laziness is it le- so now Bible man is just trying to get you to do your chores. Is it legions or lesions? L- lesion. L E G I O N S. Wow. Wow. Oh, so yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I, I guess like this one's just about like getting you to do your, your shit around the house. Um, <laughs> yeah. I've got one thing to bring up. That's completely off topic, but is within the okay. realm of the show though. I was uh, poking around on our favorite filmmaker Roy Kirkland's website to see if <laughs> see if he had any more movies coming out when that vampire one was coming out. And like, sadly, I think that one's been shelved. But then there was another one on there, like this slasher movie with like this uh, home invasion or something. But then there's like there's nowhere to watch this. There's nowhere to order it. Like, and it looks like they're releasing some sort of uh, new feature that's, I don't know, military veterans, blah, blah, blah. You know, not really our uh, yeah. um, forte. So, yeah, I was kind of. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's more that's more for coats. <laughs> yeah. uh. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm going to continue digging deeper into the um, the Roy Kirkland uh, filmography. Yeah, please do. I, I did have one last thing about Bible. Man. Yeah, I, sure. I, I promise it's the last thing. So it, it's a, and it's about that lambasting the legions of laziness episode. I, I need to read you this description. Okay. So in it, it, it is the Bible team, which is like Bible man and like his he's got three sidekicks at this mm-hmm. point. Anyways, the description is an elderly man politely suggests that Bible man takes a nap, but the Bible team turns around and destroys him. <laughs> <laughs> what? You know somebody what? wrote that as a joke. That, that's on IMDb, right? <laughs> It's on IMDb. Oh, I wish we would have watched that episode. Oh, I know. 
oh well we can if we find one that's really worth watching we can always do a follow-up but um but for now uh thanks everybody for checking us out be it on youtube or podcast or wherever and we will see you next sunday as we continue to unearth even more obscure media only on obscurity now see you next time God bless. You've been enjoying Obscurity Now, a podcast that's recorded live to tape and streamed to Twitch and YouTube. Subscribe so you never miss an episode or hilarious quip. Take us with you by following the download links provided in the show notes to wherever you get podcasts. And take notice of our various social media links. If that's what you're into, I'm not here to judge. And make sure you join us live next week at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific as we continue to discuss more obscure media only on Obscurity Obscurity Now. Now.